Hey traders, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. If you guys are brand new, this podcast comes out three times a week, each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and is available on all of your favorite podcasting apps as well as YouTube. Do me a favor, especially on iTunes, take a minute or so out of your day if you enjoy the podcast, just to give it a like, leave it a rating or a review, and certainly share it with a friend. And uh, feel free to share with me what you enjoy as well. Today, I want to talk a little bit about learning and and really how to slow down your learning in hopes of speeding up your ability to learn. I I hope this makes sense. I literally just decided to push go on the microphone and start recording, but in my mind, it sounded like a great topic. But I just read an email from... um, a trader. I'm going to share it with you. And it says, uh, first of all, I just want to start off by thanking you already for the incredible, it's in all caps, that's why I had to yell it, incredible content that you put out there online uh, for new guys like me to get stuck into. It's truly been so valuable and I've learned so much since I began my journey. I've been following Jason Greystone since 2018 and recently I began to follow your content much closer. I've always wanted to get myself started into trading, but I've never really been in the, quotes, right situation. Um, And by the way, the content that he's talking about, if you guys are unfamiliar, is everything we put out there on social media. So if you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, there's all types of videos on YouTube. There's all types of inspirational quotes and infographics on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, Jason Greystone has the Tears of Freedom group and the Always Free Um, newsletter and podcast as well. But he says, I've never been in the right situation. I've traveled and I've lived abroad for the past five years. Anyway, now I'm in Australia. The internet connection is generally good and I'm ready and wanting to commit to my trading education journey. So far, I've signed up for the tier one trial, completed the emergence course, watched through all um, of the most recent Bridging the Gap webinar that we did, uh, recordings, um, and I've favorited them in my browser, and I'm working my way through yours and Jason's podcast. I'm trying to take in all of your advice and not contaminate my thinking by overloading uh, from too many sources. I appreciate the heads up about baby pips being too much. And by the way, I think it was Jason Greystone that said this, and I probably followed up on it because it's true, but... We're not bashing Baby Pips. Baby Pips is a great source. It was one of the first sources that I went to to learn about Forex trading as someone that was coming from the stock market. I do think it's a great source for those to become familiar with kind of the the concepts if if Forex is a very foreign subject to you. Um, But as far as going there as a place to learn, it is is not a great place to learn. I think about it, 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 it's, it's just... They teach you, I don't want to say they teach you everything and, and anything about Forex, but they, they teach you pretty much every, all of the different concepts there. Um, the problem is they teach you all of the different concepts there, and it's not really done in a in a way that is is, is great for you to become educated, right? Imagine uh, cooking a meal, right? And you've got all of these ingredients, right? You have all of these ingredients, which is great. But if you don't put them together the right way, that meal is going to be a disaster. And again, I'm not bashing baby pips at all. It's a great resource. I just don't think it's the best place to learn how to trade, especially for a new trader, because typically you get information overload where you you hear about so many things and you don't know what to do with it that, boom, your brain just explodes. Um, Going on, he says, what I'd like some advice on is 
that I really want to sign up for the tier one membership, wink, um, as I know it would give me nothing but great value. However, right now I'm in Australia on a working holiday visa. Um, I'm in a stable international education job right now, but I can only stay here for two more months. Um, until it's likely I'll be moving somewhere else. And I have no idea what my working commitments will be. I may even end up just traveling around in my camper for several weeks as well. In theory, I was thinking of initially signing up for the monthly subscription to see how I go. I assume if I sign up, as long as I'm a member, I can work through the course material at my own speed. In this current climate, I may have much more time than planned. Um, then, if I know I won't be able to access the platform regularly at a later date, I can unsubscribe to the membership and pick up where I left off. As an educator myself, I feel that this isn't the most efficient way to learn, yet I'm itching to get stuck in uh, to a proper course. What are your thoughts with working through the platform bit by bit? Would you advise this? Or from your experience, would it be best if I waited until I was in a stable until I was stable for a longer period of time, enrolled for the year, and really took a more settled approach to my learning. Uh, sorry for babbling. I'm sure I could have made my point more precisely. And I just responded to his email. I actually love the fact that he babbled. Um, getting perspective on where you're at in life is very important. That's one of the things we do here at Tier 1 Trading. We're not just trying to get clients into our community. Uh, we're trying to get the best people into our community. And when I say that, I'm, I'm serious about that. We have turned away people in the past because, well, in all honesty, you know, Jason Greystone and myself and Darren and Charles and OG and Anthony, we're great. Um, but we're not what makes the platform run. Uh, what makes the platform run is the community, the accountability aspect, the encouragement, the empowerment, the inspiration, the ability for others um, that have come before you, that the, the willingness for them to reach back and, and help guide you on your way to achieving goals of your own. That's what makes the community valuable. Um, and you don't, you don't want to sabotage that with toxic people. And typically they don't last long in our community anyway. But um, I like hearing about this because your situation does make a difference. I, I'm a big believer in, so it's, it's kind of weird. I'm going to contradict myself a little bit and I think it's fair, right? In, on one hand, right? I'm the type of person where it's like, you know, make it happen type of attitude, right? I don't care what you're doing, like find a way, make it happen, right? I'm the guy that, that quit three jobs and decided to follow my dream of Forex trading without having a plan on how I was going to be successful. I'm like, yeah, I'll figure it out, whatever. Jump off the cliff, you know, find out to make a parachute before you hit the ground. Um, on the other hand, I'm also aware that the situation does matter, right? I'm not saying all of the stars have to align and I'm not saying that, you know, you just wait for the world to make stuff happen for you. You still have to take massive action to kind of get the ball rolling, but you do have to be in the right situation. I promise I won't get into a random and watching all these uh, documentaries about Earth and, and how lucky of a planet we are that the right things happen at the right moment at the right time to basically start life. And if those little kind of out of the blue moments, one in one trillion moments never happened, we'd never be here today. I'd never be talking to you. You'd never be listening. But again, not to get too far around that rabbit hole because it gets weird. Um, but I look at my situation as a trader. And when I started trading, when I quit, quit my three jobs, right? Again, I was it, it was it was the perfect situation. I was in, um, I was, you know, working three jobs. 
I had owned a my first uh, piece of real estate, right? And it was a, a duplex that I was living rent-free because I was renting out one unit. And then I had like three roommates in the unit that I was living in. So I was actually turning a profit each month living for free. So I had kind of a, a safety net that I could use even when quitting three jobs. I had no family or no, I had no family to take care of, meaning like I don't have the two kids I have now. I didn't have a wife. There was really no downside to my risk was actually during the recession as well. I couldn't get a real job anyway. So it's like, you know, I couldn't be in a, I don't want to say I was in a worse situation, but if I were to fail at trading, it wouldn't have been a big step back, right? I kind of would have basically been in the same position I was in before. I just would have went back and got my jobs again. Um, If I would have started 10 years later, when I had two kids and a wife and a mortgage, it's a completely different situation because now I can't really afford to fail. There's so much more at risk, right? They measure it the same way you would measure a trade, risk versus reward. When I first got started, very little risk, all the reward in the world. Now it's kind of evened out a little bit. So um, the situation does make a difference. You you have to, if you're going to take trading seriously, you have to go about it the right way. This isn't one of those things where you just flip on a YouTube video when you learn, right? You've got to dedicate yourself um, and you got to you got to plan it out a little bit to make sure you're putting yourself in the right situation to be successful. We can go on another analogy with NFL quarterbacks and how many great NFL quarterbacks there are out there that never got in the right situation. Then you got people like Tom Brady and, and you know probably the greatest quarterback of all time, not the best physically talented quarterback out there, but he got put in a situation where he could succeed and he took full advantage of it. Um, And what I told this trader was this. I said, well, you definitely don't want to commit to anything over, uh, you know, you don't, you don't want to commit to our our semi-annual or annual membership because you don't know your future. But I would get started right away on the month to month. And I think it could actually be a blessing in disguise. And I say that because this trader already knows he's got about two months, right, before he's got to take a little bit of a hiatus. And in that two months, I said, you know what, you're not going to be a consistently profitable trader in those two months. And I know there are some people that they, you know, I would be concerned that they're going to try and learn everything in two months. I don't get that impression from this person. Um just by the, the fact that he's so thoughtful in the first place about all this. Typically, people like that do things the right way. And I said, what you could do in those two months is you can make sure you focus on our first three courses, right? We have, I don't know how many courses we have now, probably nine or 10, but our first three courses are the Cornerstone, the Foundation 1, and the Foundation 2.0, right? The Cornerstone, cornerstone is basically... Um, a newbie introduction to what Forex is, you know, pips, pip value, supply and demand, all that fun stuff, how the market works, um, the pretty much the basics. The foundation course is a study of price action, uh, going from really the, the micro up to the macro. So starting with, hey, this is what a candlestick is. This is what this type of candlestick means. These are the type of different, you know, candlesticks you get in the market. Here's how you measure momentum. Here's how you measure strength, all that fun stuff, working into kind of the, the broader topics of, how to read a price chart, how to identify trends, support and resistance, supply and demand. The Foundation 2 course follows it up with uh, really a more in-depth follow-up on those topics, minor structure, major structure, trading trends within trends, outside, inside structure, entry techniques, aggressive, conservative, all that fun stuff. And what's interesting is that throughout those two courses, 
there's no strategy talked about, right? There's no, hey, this is where you enter. This is where you trade. Obviously, we relate some of the examples to, hey, if you were a counter trend trader, this is how you would do this. Hey, if you were a pullback trader, this is how you would do that. But there's no no specific, like, this is the technique, right? And the reason for that is we want to develop a solid foundation of trading knowledge first and foremost, because everything that you do in trading is going to be contingent on you having that solid foundation. You're going to build upon that. And if it's shaky, if it's rocky, you're going to get into trouble. And we had a Q&A session this morning. It was the worst. I was having an allergy attack from cleaning my uh, my son's room last night. And we decided to have a Q&A with like 50 million questions. So I'm answering questions and, and muting the microphone between sneezes and my nose is like bloody and it was the worst. But it was actually one of the most powerful Q&A sessions we had today. And one of the concepts was, or one of the discussions that we got into, and, and I didn't start it, I, I, right? Some of the traders on the platform started was, we were dealing with a trader who had a lot of questions that, that's been with us for a while, but had a lot of questions that should have been asked a few months ago, meaning that this trader's been on the platform, he's been doing things, but the questions were kind of basic to the point where some traders like, hey, like, you should notice by now. You were just talking about backtesting. How come you don't know this? And we got into the conversation about learning. And when you when you learn with a specific agenda in mind, right? You don't really learn. You kind of block out the information that you feel isn't relative to your end goal and you take in the information that is. And you know, we do that all the time. I, I, I do continued education every year. I, I read books or, or go to webinars and stuff like that. And I automatically ignore the stuff I don't care about. And, and I, I, don't, I don't purposely do it, but I, I'm secure of my trading. I know that, hey, I'm not interested in that technique. Um, I only focus on stuff that's going to help me. And that's fine when you're a consistently profitable trader and, and you're, you're good at what you do. But when you're a newer trader, your first goal is to learn, right? You need to learn all of the concepts before you decide what you want to focus on. And this specific trader, what I think happened was that he had his mind made up that I want to trade a very specific way. So as he went through the course content, it really wasn't a journey of learning. It was a journey of kind of checking the boxes so that he can get to the next step of only focusing on this type of, you know, I want to be a trend continuation trader only focusing on concepts that he felt was important to being a trend continuation trader. And then what happened is as he got into the backtesting process, he kind of realized, he said, man, this trend continuation trading thing isn't really going the way I wanted to. Maybe I should try counter trend trading. And as he went back to kind of the counter trend trading modules in the course, he, he had some questions. And the reason he didn't have the answers to these questions is because he probably overlooked it the first time through. So that foundation wasn't as sturdy as he thought. So the cool thing about knowing right beforehand, you know that, man, I'm not going to be trading right away, um, is that you can simply focus on the education. You have nothing more to focus on. You could focus on going through those first three courses that I recommended. And then when, they're on, when you're on the next part of that journey on, in a different place in the world or maybe in the camp or traveling, right, you can dedicate that time to just practicing the skill, repetition, 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 right? Because here's the secret, right? Most traders, it's going to take you about 12 to 18 months to become consistently profitable. And, and obviously that's different for different people. I've, I've worked with traders for years um, that, you know, they're still back testing and still working on their strategy. It's been two years. I've worked with traders who have got it in about 
three months. So it's it's different. Your learning ability, um, obviously, your experience in the market as well. It, it varies, but. In general, and these just aren't my numbers, these are numbers from prop firms as well, it's about 12 to 18 months, meaning that I, I typically think I can teach a trader how to trade in, in the right way in about three months, right? 90 days, right? You know, breaking old habits, installing new habits, good old Tony Robbins stuff, right? Um, 90 days, right? And then you add, and 90 days is, is three months, right? And then you add another three months of kind of strategy development, back testing, demo trading, all of that whole thing. So let's say about six months before like you're ready to get out there and actually maybe put some money at risk. You don't have to, but let's say you could. From a, For that first year, in general, it's probably going to be somewhat of a struggle. You're probably going to realize that, man, uh, you know, this... This live trading is a little bit different than than back testing, right? And back testing, I was able to kind of see trades that I missed and scroll back and 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 look at them and, and still capture them. I don't, I don't have that luxury in live trading. Oh well, well, this live trading thing's a little bit different than demo trading. And demo trading, man, when the signal came, I pushed the button. Now I don't know why I kill my heart's pumping a little bit, my hands shaking a little bit. Uh, it's it's kind of scary. Oh no, I'm sitting in this position and Akil, I really want to, have you ever wanted to move stops back? Have you ever you ever felt like the market was going to reverse you just, and you, you felt like you just should take targets out now, right? All of those differences, right? Psychological and technical happen in the market. It's amazing what happens when there's live money at risk and when there's open white space on the right hand of your chart. It's really like being in the ocean looking to the abyss because you have no idea what's going to happen. It's just the future and the, and the future is out of your hand. And during that period, there are typically a lot of mistakes made, right? There are technical mistakes made, right? Maybe the, the speed of the market is too fast. Maybe you're not really dug into your routine and you miss some trades. Um, there are psychological mistakes made, some, uh, some of the examples I just shared with you. But it usually takes about another six months to maybe iron those out, right? Um, and that puts you right at that year. And typically after you to iron that out, maybe you make some adjustments to your trading plan. And typically between 12 and 18 months, you really start to find yourself as a trader. And that's when you're 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 kind of clicking on all cylinders, right? You're you're just you you are feeling yourself, you're confident, you're in tune with your plan. You've kind of went through that process of you've been through a drawdown and you've dug out the other side and now you know it's for real. Like, man, I can overcome these hardships. And and that's when you you really start to really crank up that cycle, right? Belief, actions, results, belief, actions, results. Um the problem is during that period or before that period, what a lot of traders do is they don't necessarily think they need to go through that process slow. They don't necessarily think they need to take 12 months to become a consistently profitable trader. They usually jump into the markets live a little bit too early and, and start blowing money, right? I did that millions of times where I was back testing and I back test like one month and I'm like, man, this strategy is awesome. I don't need to back test the, the rest of it, another hundred trades. I'm going to trade it right now, <laughs> lose losing money or I'm demo trading and I tell myself that I'm going to demo trade for three months just to make sure I really got it down. And I'm killing it in the first months. I'm like, man, F this, F this, this, this next two months, man, I'm trading live money. Let's go blow my account. Right. Traders do that. I know many of you guys are laughing, but many of you guys are also like nervously laughing because you're like, yeah, are you watching me? Um, it happens. Um, so the fact that this trader isn't going to have that temptation to trade live isn't going to have that temptation to really rush through that section and can really focus on just the education, which is easier said than done. Um, but because of that situation, I think I think this trader will actually end up 
benefiting from this hiatus because it's going to slow them down. It's going to slow them down. But what they'll notice is that when they get back into the platform, when they get back into the courses, right, and they start going to the mastery course where we teach you strategies, when they start taking on trading psychology, strategy development, trade plan development, all of that fun stuff, money management, that foundation is going to be so strong that everything they build on top of it is going to be incredible. And there's a, a less likely chance of that building toppling and, and them needing to kind of go back and rebuild it. So I think it's cool because sometimes, you know, again, it took me about two years to become a consistently profitable trader. And I would say I wasted at least a year minimum, probably more. I wasted about a year of it just doing dumb stuff. And I don't I don't have any any regrets. Again, a lot of the, the reason I became a, a good trading coach, the reason that, you know, you guys listen to the podcast is because of my ability to share war stories that many of you guys are going through. So everything happens for a reason. But I look back at it and once I got serious, I was able to learn trading really, really, really quick. It was just the kind of the the start, stop, restart, start, stop, restart of me doing dumb stuff and trying to rush through the process that really killed me. And, and, you know, it took a year off of my trading life. So hopefully these podcasts inspire you so that you don't make the same mistakes. And I truly think that if you slow down and have a plan, a, a long term plan of how you're going to learn and how you're going to progress, it's certainly going to put you at an advantage as far as becoming a consistently profitable trader.